Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. At ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. I was on the hands team, and now I'm on the turgid penis to my face team. Don't want you guys to talk about his dong anymore. It's a place where you show your dong to people. A flaccid penis in his face? Who's going down on a dude with a bag over his head? Hello and welcome. We're back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you're here. Stoked you're joining us. Stoked you're tuning in, telling your friends, liking our Facebook page, emailing us, tweeting us, getting involved. This is episode 50, I believe, 5-0, the, the big 5-0 no one thought it would last, and here we are, 50 episodes deep. No show last week because it was the holiday, and you know, I, I have to be honest, I used to get pretty fired up about Thanksgiving because it involves a couple of my favorite things, eating and drinking. And you know, there's no gifts involved, and there's football on TV, and there's reasons to enjoy it, but I, the more I realize it, the more I try to live in the moment and really experience Thanksgiving, it's really just a drag. You you know, if you're hosting it, that's I, that's a little bit better. You have people over, but then you got to clean up. You got to prepare food. You got to clean up. A lot of times people won't leave. They come over, they won't leave. Or you got to go to somebody's house. You got to schlep in the car. You got to take the kids. You got to bring a dish. You know, it's like, why don't we just all agree I'll get our families together and we can all just sort of agree, hey, look, these fucking holidays are just too much goddamn work. It's not enjoyable for anyone. Let's all just high five each other, shoot an email, wish each other a happy day, and then do the, the greatest service we can all do to each other and just not do anything, just not get together. I would be so relieved. That would be such a relief to me. Um, all right. Well, sorry we missed you guys on Thanksgiving. Um, took that, took last week off as I'm sure every show, pretty much every show and podcast did, including cereal. Is everybody caught up on cereal? I'm throwing out, we have the big upcoming karate kid, the, to commemorate the 30th anniversary of the all Valley karate tournament. We are going to do a, a special podcast de- dedicated to the karate kid coming up, but I almost like cereals winding down and I almost want to do so many people are talking about it all the time everywhere I go everywhere I turn 
every internet site, every tweet, a lot of people talking about cereal. So maybe we, maybe next week we get together and we do something about cereal. I don't know. I'll probably forget by then. Um, today on the show, let's, let's fuck tomorrow. Fuck last week when it was Thanksgiving and there was no cereal. Fuck next week when I'll forget that I had that idea. I'm living in the moment like Eckhart Tolle. I'm right here. I'm right now. I want to talk about what's going on. And in sports, we have a, a few things going on. DeMarco Murray, do you guys know who he is? I barely do. Well, I do. He's he's the Dallas Cowboys running back, and they give it to him on every down. Um, he's He was in the news. They had a bye this week. Or no, they didn't have a bye. They played on Thanksgiving. Whatever. He had He had the weekend off. They always play on Thanksgiving. He had the weekend off after a big loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. But he still managed to make the news because one of his ex-teammates says that he's having sex with his wife. DeMarco Murray is having sex with one of his ex-teammates' wives, and we're definitely going to talk about that. Any kind of uh, adultery in professional sports is like number one topic on this show, so we're definitely going to talk about that. Uh, Also, you guys may have seen this one. Moron ESPN employee Kurt Schilling got on Twitter, as dumb people tend to do or want to do. Um, He took to Twitter to demonstrate his profound ignorance of the theory of evolution. So smart ESPN employee Keith Law took to Twitter to try to explain it to him, and guess which one of those guys ended up getting suspended for his efforts. Uh, We're going to talk about that. Um, Also, yesterday, wait, this is, I'm trying not to date the show here. I'm trying, you know, this is, this week, this weekend, the St. Louis Rams took the field and some members of the team in a show of solidarity with the protesters in Ferguson, took to the field in the in a symbolic hands-up, don't-shoot posture, and that is something we will also discuss. Um, you know, we're talking about the holidays, getting together, what'd you do, you know, who'd you see? What do you do when you get together with close family? Do you, like, you see your mom, you want to have a little time alone with your mom, what do you guys get up to? Do you go have some, maybe take her to get some coffee, just hang out? Or maybe do you guys get together and go out and do some larceny? Because a mother and son um, did that, and we're going to talk about that. Um, another reason to avoid, there's the rain, there's the hippies, the stench, the patchouli, the, it's mostly the weather and the attitude, there's, there's those big, um, those big plug earrings that they wear. Um, there's a lot of reasons. What I'm getting at here is there's a lot of reasons to avoid the Pacific Northwest mountain bikes, fixed gear bikes. A lot of reasons to avoid the, pick, the, the Pacific Northwest, and we found another one, Juggalos. So we're going to talk about that. And finally, if you want to be a cop in Indonesia... I've been to Indonesia. I know someone that's lived in Indonesia. She'll be on the show later. Uh, If you want to be a cop in Indonesia, um, you had better be one thing, a virgin. And you better be able to prove it or else they're not taking you on the force. Um, So we're for sure going to talk about that. Any kind of virgin testing, virgin requirements, anything to do with proving your virginity, going to be a topic on this show. And so that for sure is going to be a topic. Um, And then, of course, Fancy Pop. Uh, We will bring on our own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. Kate will join us later to discuss all things 
pop culture, gossip, celebrity, entertainment, music, whatever. Whatever happens in that realm, she brings it to us. We discuss it here. But before we do any of that, it's not just me here. I'm not doing this alone. I do it with my main man, Ed Daly, the mayor of Hoboken, Ed. How the hell are you? I'm doing well. You know, I, I feel I'm doing better than you because I saw a picture of you on Instagram. I think it was Instagram. And you were sharing headphones with your significant other. That's true. Yeah. We were listening, we were listening to a podcast about cereal while we were in the car. How dare you bring that up? I mean, how, how dare you wear – why would you be wearing headphones? You understand that these – you can play – Play a podcast in the car. Um, yes. And not, if, n- not in my vehicle. If, if you have problems with your vehicle, you know, you can also just play your phone and it has speakers on it. We did that and it was playing. It was on the console between us and she was streaming a Slate Culture Gab Fest about, on the topic of the great podcast Serial. And I think, you know, it was turned up loud enough, but there's a lot of road noise, a lot of things going on. And my beautiful girlfriend, Kate, suggested, hey, here's an idea. Why don't I plug the headphones in? We both take one ear and we'll have a better listening experience so we don't have to keep asking each other. Hey, what what did he say there? What was that? Did you catch that? What was that? I'm I, listen. Yeah, I'm no expert. Yes, but I have. Aren't you? I have been married for quite a long time. Many, many, years. many. What is it's uh, like four, fourteen and a half years? That's quite a long time because you're a younger man than yeah, I am. I am, and what I can tell you is that you're heading down murder suicide territory with all these sharing hot dogs, sharing headphones. There's a lot of sharing. Eventually, it's gonna snap. You know, Ed, I appreciate that. I appreciate your sentiment. That reminds me of something because I, I'm i not sure if it was like a, a drug-induced – you know, I, you may be able to tell that I'm a little bit under – I've been under the weather. I'm sort of out of it, but I'm just a little bit nasal. I mean, I'm nasal sounding on most days or a little more – got a little sinus thing, little chest thing happening. I was sick all weekend. Um, and so I don't know if I was uh, if, I, if it was the Sudafed got to me, the Nate Dayquil, the Nyquil. I, I don't know if I was just having a dream, but I, I swear that I saw someone I thought I knew, <laughs> someone who I thought I could trust, stooped to a level of degeneracy heretofore unrivaled by any so-called hetero man. Ed, did you a Attend a parade <laughs> and two document said attendance via social media. <laughs> now, I just dreamt that, right? Because you, I mean, I, I, you're all oh, man, you would never do such I a thing. I would never go to just a, a random parade. I was, you understand, I have, I have children, right? Yes. And my wife has a, her office is on Columbus Circle overlooking the parade. So I didn't like go to a parade and sit there and wait with the, mm. with the mouth breathers and mm-hmm. sit there for four hours waiting for a float to pass by. Yes. We, we were in a catered indoor, yes. indoor uh-huh. 19th floor watching the f- most famous parade of them all. The Macy's Macy's right. Thanksgiving day parade had awesome, uh, had an awesome view. I am, I am not even slightly embarrassed about that. 
You had an awesome view of a football game, some sporting event, strippers, um, <laughs> a balloons, like a, a balloon, a brewery. Hey, listen, the best part about shooting that, range. I was not even. I had nothing. I didn't have to hear one Broadway singer. It was just you could hear some. You could hear some marching bands and see like a giant Spider Man. Yes. It was pretty. It was right, pretty yeah. cool. I I, I apologize that, for nothing there. That is awesome. And how long into it before your kids were like, "Daddy, can we go? Like, what's going on? Why are we here? Let's." They were. They, we, oh yeah, cool balloon. I'm they dug here. it. They dug it. Hey, I, you do things mm-hmm. for your kids. I listen. Yeah. I see. I see pictures of people with their kids doing all kinds of awful things. This was. This right. was a palatable thing. They're serving uh, bagels and and you know beverages. It was oh carbs. It's great carbs. Yes. Oh my okay. god. Hey. You're anti bagel. You're anti bagel. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't need car- I don't need any kind of bread items. Does it, it's hard for me to digest. You're you're living a rough life, buddy. I think I've a I think I've a, a a bit of a gluten intolerance. Ed, I'm learning. I'm feeling I'm feeling some sadness I mean, for you. You know, I, occasionally I'll chance it. I'll have some garlic bread, maybe. What about a, no sandwiches? I, I mean, rarely. Sometimes if I go if I if the, I go to a place that has like a really outstanding burger, uh, you know, I'll chance Dude, it. But you're like, not you one know. of these guys that takes off the bun when you get a burger, are you? No, but it, like if I go to In-N-Out, I'll get it protein style where they just wrap it in lettuce. Oof. Or, or you'll like this. Or sometimes I make burgers at home. <laughs> you're going to love this. And instead of a bun... What I'll do is I'll roast some sweet potatoes and like I'll slice them into sweet. Discs. Sweet potatoes are disgusting. First of all, no sweet potatoes oh, are so good. Vile. And what I'll do is I'll slice them pretty thin. I don't like them too thick. And and instead of the bun, I'll put you put the it'll be sli- a slice of sweet potato, patty, cheese, all the fixins, another slice of. Sweet potato, you slice that sucker in half, you got yourself a good burger. And healthy burger. Ugh. Vitamins, protein, all you need. You know, the one thing no one carbs. thing not on the menu, dignity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guy who was at a parade. Okay. I've been we've been we're talking family. We're talking Thanksgiving. Of course we didn't show did you did you enjoy your Thanksgiving? Uh, Thanksgiving was fine. It hosted, and like you said, the intro, uh, it was tough getting people to leave. But the weekend before yes. Thanksgiving, uh, my wife put me through uh, something she likes to do once a year and put me through hell. She has the dinner party with all her high school friends. Oof. And it's fucking terrible. And they bring their significant others that range from yes. fine but not much in common to horrendous but there's no there's no like there's no like extended conversations but of course one of them's married to a mass hole and he 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 actually takes great pride in being a mass hole he's like hey they call us mass holes and like he's thumping his chest and and he don't they all and that's that's the thing thing. like you 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 would think like not everybody is just a cartoon character, but they are. They're all assholes. Yeah, they are. Like every single one of them. And this guy, yes, this fucking Joker, he 
he immediately he knows I'm a Redskins fan, and so he immediately just wants to talk. He wants to talk uh, Redskins and RG three, and I'm like, listen, I'm not I'm not happy about this season. I'm not happy about most seasons, but like, yeah, whatever. I, you're in my house, and I said. I, I can promise you, nobody give nobody gives a shit about the, your Patriots, and nobody gives a shit about nope. what you have to say. And I said that right out of the gates to the guy, and he was like, "Yeah." Of and course. he just kept pushing and pushing, and I was like, "You're a joke." And then another guy pops up, and he's like, "Hey, can I get a smaller wine glass? Because uh, this one's big. This is a, a red wine glass, and I need a." And I just I I was I was running in the red there. Oh. And well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There was a guy at your house, and he was drinking white wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was this was one wow. of the. This was not. This was like some um, the, the the sister of one of my wife's friends who brought this guy. And I, you know, Whoa. I was I was running in the red, and I go, you know what, buddy, wines for pussies. And I gave him I gave him a juice glass, my kid's juice glass, and <laughs> sent him on his way. And and oh, and there was one thing. Um, it was. I uh, was watching college football, and they they were coming at like five thirty, and I wanted to catch yeah. the end of the game, so I went to a bar and figured, all right, I'll show up at seven when the game's over, and the dinner party will be half over. And there was there were some young children there, so I figured everybody's got to be gone by eight, and these fucking animals stayed till ten thirty with a two year old. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Let, let me set the scene here. <laughs> Your wife is like Eddie. Listen. It's that time of year. I'm having uh, Jill and Stephanie and uh, and Wendy. They're all coming over. They're bringing their boyfriends. They're bringing their kids. I'm gonna make a lasagna. Like we're gonna do it up. And I'm such a I'm and, such an insufferable prick, even though it's once a year. And if you look at it yes. in that context, you should yes. be like, just suck it up, Ed. It's once a year. But I'm such a dick yeah. about it, and I know it. But and then she's like, so listen. They're going to be here at like six and at five 30, you're like, she's like getting, she's in the kitchen. She's probably has an apron on. She's probably not like all the way dressed yet. She's like sorting things out, like setting the table. You're like, Hey, um, I'm leaving. I'll be back in a couple hours. No, 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 no. Is that, when, when, is that when, how I'm to understand well, she it? She knows from previous years that too much advance warning and I'm just going to be bitching about it for like two months. So she springs it on me a week in advance, and I go, listen. Shut up. I go, listen, Maryland's playing Michigan at 3.30. I'm going to yes. watch that game to completion, and then I'll join your dinner party. And uh, and she didn't – she was fine with it. So there was no – I didn't spring it on her. I was given a, I was given a short warning, and I fired back that I'm, I will join her wow. after that. I'll be, I'll be home after. Yeah. Good for you, Ed. Ed, speaking of that, what email from the mailbag, Ross Bruins emails, what is the maximum allowable in-law visits slash dinners slash occasions per month? I know you just had your family, right. your your wife's family over for Thanksgiving, so that's – you're good for the month. I would say – I would answer the the – the optimal number of in-law visits in a month is zero. Yeah, optimal but, is, is is a, is a big fat goose egg for sure. Right, but the but one I, I would put the maximum visits per month. There's only four weekends in a month. Uh, I would say one is the maximum number of in-law visits allowable per month. Ed, I agree. One, and I'd say a realistic number should be half per month. Right, like right. like you Every should other you month. should get. 
maybe uh, twice quarterly, maybe in that yes. ballpark. Like that seems that seems about it. Right, not but not, and that's all. That and obviously, it all count. depends on you know proximity. Now, I live I live right. fifteen minutes from my in laws, so I I see them two. To, I would say two to three times a quarter. Right, they, and this does not count um, them coming over to pick your children up and take them away for the weekend because that, that that's that's an in infinite number of times they're allowed. I to would do that. allow that to be a thousand times a month. Unfortunately, yes. unfortunately, I've gotten zero zero of those. Yes, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, agree. I, I, I would I would be uh, all about it if that was the case. But yeah. but yeah, absolutely. But yeah, um, and and even and the one thing that you also have to say is zero pop-ins like oh, these oh, all have yes. to be planned so if of course if, uh, i forget the name you said but if this guy is indicating that there might be like just pop-ins then then you've got you've got a relationship on the ropes you, you can't there's no popping in there's no stopping by there's no coming over Pop, this pop-ins is need to end after college Oh, absolutely. College, I Unless get you're it. College, like, you just show up with six packs and things happen. But like, yeah, for the most part, pop-ins can't happen. Right. When you're younger and and your neighbor's got a keg in the garage and he wants to knock on the door to let you know that they're about to tap oh, it. Sure. You know, right. then that that's allowable. But just hey, we're in the neighborhood. We were in the neighborhood. Here we are, empty-handed. You're in your underwear watching the Maryland game. Like that's that just doesn't that doesn't fly no, ever. No, certainly not. All right. Well, good catching up with you. Ed. Yeah. Happy that you're able to attend that parade. <laughs> uh, what's what is going on? In and I'm really sorry that those people were at your home and refused to leave. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, oh, and the the one other thing I'd say is Tell you me. know everybody brings their own thing and yeah I. I I kind of know that who I'm dealing with, so I made sure I had some wings at the at the bar before I got there. Because it it right. was a it was just kind of bring your plate wherever. It was not like a sit down dinner, so I wasn't I wasn't skipping out on that. But I knew I didn't want any of their foods, and so <laughs> I was half in the bag when I showed up, and uh, yeah. I saw somebody brought cookies, and I was like, you know, whatever. I, I figured I'd give one a try. And it turned out to be an oatmeal cookie that contained no eggs, milk, or flour. <laughs> that's not. That's just oatmeal. Yeah, it it that's... pretty much tasted like it, but maybe they mixed in dirt or something. It was that's... horrendous, and I don't know what the goal was. I don't know what kind of allergies people were were competing with, but like, I, I didn't particularly want a cookie. It's just one of those move, drunk moves where you're sitting there and you got a beer in your hand and. It's just a plate of cookies, yeah, and I'm it. and I'm making small talk for like an hour and a half, two hours, and I just put it into my mouth, and I did like the Tom Hanks and Big move where he chews something he doesn't like. I just kind of chewed my way over to the garbage can, didn't even let it go down. <laughs> uh, I mean, if he, the, the person took out everything that makes an oatmeal cookie a cookie, and I think it was the he, dude it, who asked for the the small wine glass, the, the, the guy <laughs> who was drinking white wine. And I just called him a pussy. Yeah, huge pussy. All right, speaking of pussy, what is going (laughs) on in the world of sports, Ed? What is happening that we need to know about? What's going on? A-plus transition there. Uh, Former former Oklahoma running back Brennan Clay accused his former Sooner teammate, DeMarco Murray, of having an affair with his wife on Twitter this weekend. His first tweet. So DeMarco Murray was having an affair with my wife, dot... (laughs) (laughs) 
Dot dot. <laughs> so what? Like, what's he getting at? Right. I'm not. No, like, why is he hiding quit, the, the punchline around the bus? Dot <laughs> dot. I'm done. Dot dot. At Demarco Murray and at Gina Ed, Edigos. Uh, dot dot. One has a baby mama and she has two kids. Second tweet. I'm disgusted. Dot dot. Third tweet. On that note, headed to church. Dot dot. People. <laughs> fourth tweet. People giving me ish for putting it out there, dot, dot. If you could read these messages, dot, dot, you would too, dot, dot. Oh, I, he went through the phone. I wanted the truth out there, dot, dot. Fifth tweet. Sna- oh Snapchat game back on, dot, dot. BS Clay 24, dot, dot. Brian, as the world learns yes. of yet another platoon situation gone awry in sports, <laughs> I have one question and one question only. Why does Brennan Clay think an ellipsis is only two dots when clearly it should be three? That really bugs me. And it's not a. I mean, there are problems not a with choice. ellipsis, but but it's three dots, and like it's not that confusing. Like a semicolon, it gets the best of us. Right. That, that's a little confusing, right? But but an ellipsis, it's very clear. Yes, an ellipsis is three dots. It's not five dots. It's not two dots. It's if it was one dot, it's just a period. It's three dots. <laughs> That's the only allowable number of dots for an ellipsis. Um, what were we talking about? Oh. Yeah. Well, it's good to see that DeMarco Murray operates with reckless abandon both on and off the field. <laughs> and first of all, he appears to be in a relationship with a very highly attractive woman. And this guy, this guy's girlfriend that he supposedly cheated with, also, like, not too hard on the eyes. DeMarco Murray showing tremendous game off the field. Yeah. Really, really proud of it. And, like, if you're, got range. If, you're got like, range. if you're a guy that went to Oklahoma and DeMarco Murray's like, hey, I'm going to need to get a piece of that. Like, he's on the Cowboys. You can't really tell him no. Like, what, what do you have this going guy, on? I, I, I kind of remember, it was only a couple years ago, this guy Clay was decent. So, like, I'm sure he's – I don't know if he's on somebody's practice squad or what, but, like, he was definitely a guy who had hopes of being a pro, so this could be a lot of bitterness on top of it. That's true. That's that's definitely an issue. Also, like, you know, his lady's looking to upgrade clearly. Here's the other thing. Somebody could make this tweet about me, and no one would really – it would never be picked up. It would never be something that would become a thing. Who? I'll, what I'm getting at is who follows this guy Clay – on Twitter, to, that they that he could make a tweet about Demarco Murray, and people would be like, "Oh my God, this Clay guy's tweeting!" Right? I never heard of the guy. Like, he's not it's a, a player. It's a it's a good point. Like, it's, there's there are things that go viral, and how could they? How right. could they? Yes. It's like his his sister and his neighbor follow him. Right? Um, are there are there like are media organizations? Do they do they have like interns just following like random or maybe they're just maybe they're just um, randomly searching athletes' names just to see what people are saying about them, just my, in case my, somebody fucks somebody's girlfriend. My only guess is it's a, a sooner sycophant that was following them from right. three years ago, where right. you know they're hoping, and then it yeah. went from there. But you know. You think about like that the tweet that kind of gives away a good reason why she's tweeting is that I'm going to church thing. Like, yeah, you know, first of all, if you got to go to church, fine, that's your thing. It's definitely not my thing. But not my thing he's either. one. He's one of these guys that posts on social media 
like stupid things he's doing. Going to church. Yes, that's true. That's yeah, true. Like, no wonder she's looking know, to cheat. No, no wonder Gina is, is stepping out. <laughs> that's, and then, that's a good point. And then also that, that Snapchat thing, I, I, I don't know Snapchat beyond like knowing about it, but isn't that a big thing for like having some dude in Germany flashy dong pics? Like, yeah, exactly. Kinda, what he's saying, what's he what, doing he's, there? what he's saying is I'm going to church, but then in the next tweet, he's saying, Hey, I'm back on Snapchat. If anybody wants to get freaky, <laughs> like that's what, that's what he's putting out there. Like, Hey, I'm down to like, let's show each other body parts and see if we can like hook up. Cause I feel like I don't, I've never used Snapchat. I don't know what it is really. But, but I, it's do, like a sexual thing, right? right. Like it's, people, it's a place where you show your dong like to just, people. Right, because it can be washed away, I think. Yes, except that it can't because you could just take a screenshot of it. That's true. Um, and then uh, the, the thing about DeMarco Murray, I was thinking, is like, it, I mean, this chick, although good looking, like, it's a lot of mess for a guy who's the star running back on the Dallas That's Cowboys. True. Like it, to say there's there's plenty of fish in the sea for Demarco Murray. Like that is that is one huge sea. That's the the Great Barrier Reef for him. Es- like especially me. for a guy that's looking. He's going to be a free agent and he's looking to do a big contract. Yeah, he's he's pretty much having the perfect contract year. Yeah, and he and he's got a kid with the first hottie. Like you should probably like lock that down or just keep because the the thing is is that as soon as that contract comes up, like she's gonna want a piece of that. Yeah, can you imagine the tail he could get? Yes, just in Dallas. My no. goodness. Yeah, it's it's probably not bad being Demarco Murray right now. Okay, Ed, what is what else is going on in the world of sports? What do we need to know about? Uh, a couple weeks ago, former Red Sox pitcher and perpetual shithead Kurt Schilling took to Twitter for several hours to post his insane views on evolution. He went with the age-old mouth-breather viewpoint, if humans evolved from apes, why are there still apes? Stuff oh like that. Oh, my God, yeah. As did Twitter he, did he uses, say monkeys? Because people that argue uh, against yeah. evolution yeah, never know true. the difference between apes and monkeys. <laughs> that's true. I, yeah. I, I would guess. I, I, I don't have the exact tweets, but yeah, I'm, I'm guessing he used monkeys. Of course. But, uh, but uh, as Twitter users exploded on him, he vigorously shot back with stuff like this. Post a link to it. To any, in all caps, fossil that is between an, the amphibian and a fly. Mosquito, elephant, rhino, human, snake, anything. Dot, dot. What does that even mean? I don't – I wouldn't know. Like I do that, but I don't know what he's asking. Yeah. Fellow ESPN baseball analyst Keith Law jumped in the debate. There are hundreds of transitional fossils on record, Kurt. Law then included a link with tons of fossils. Of course. Uh, In his next tweet, Law took another dig at old fake bloody sock Kurt. (laughs) Seriously, if someone says evolution is wrong because there aren't fossils between monkeys and men – Find a monkey and hit him with it. Um, ESPN bosses then decided to suspend Law for a week. After some backlash, ESPN tried to deny it had anything to do with Law humiliating the moron creationist who bankrupted many with his sham video game company in Rhode Island. Right. In Law's first tweet after the completion of his suspension a couple days ago, Law made it crystal clear he was indeed suspended for defending science awesome. by tweeting by tweeting out a reference to Galileo who was persecuted for insisting the Earth moves around the sun. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I never really had an opinion on Keith Law, but I am very pro Keith Law. But yeah. Brian, three questions. Yes. 
One, how is creationism still a thing? Right. Two, how terrible is ESPN? And three, back to your point in the previous uh, story, why are people following Kurt Schilling on Twitter? Shouldn't these dopey tweets have just been sent to zero followers? Like, what? why would you follow that guy? All, all great points. A, I don't know. I Like, if you're into creationism, like, if you're really holding on to that, you need to sort of fold the evolutionary record, the fossil record, into your views on creationism. Right. Like, that's – that you need – that needs to be incorporated because it's, there's not really any question about it. Right. Um, there are totally just a lot of facts out there. You need to, like, come up with a, a, a story that – that yeah, like backs your shit up. Yeah, e- ESPN is beyond horrible, obviously. And yeah, who follows Kurt Schilling on Twitter? And Ed, I gotta be honest, I'm conflicted here because on the one hand, Kurt Schilling has somehow been deluded into thinking he should have opinions on things, and so I'm grateful that someone attempted to show him that he is in fact a moron. That's right. But on the other, I know that Kurt Schilling is one of the rare breed of human that will always consider himself the foremost expert on everything and no amount of (laughs) ignorance of evolutionary theory tweets or failed video game companies will ever cure him of that affliction. So really the right course of action is just to ignore him at all costs. How did that stink of the video game company just not hit him? Not his fault. It was. It he, was didn't he bankrupt Rhode Island? Yeah, like it was Rhode, Rhode Island's Island? fault for offering him all that money to go there. <laughs> to Tens of company. millions of dollars. Yeah, his to 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 build a video game that was like ten years behind technologically what they're doing <laughs> right now. Um, and this this is this reminds me of one of my favorite things besides him coloring his sock with a sharpie is. Kurt Schilling's nickname when he was a player. Okay. Table for one. <laughs> What's it? Because he was always it, no one insufferable. Ever, no one ever wanted to have dinner with him. So he I all, love that. Always <laughs> That's be eaten by himself because he's such a douche and such a know it all and clearly still a douche and a know it all. Um, so yeah, what up, table for one? <laughs> uh all right, last story. Let's talk this- about it. This is this is a touchy one. The uh, St. Louis Police Officers Association is furious, furious over the pregame display by several Rams who acted up the hands up, don't shoot gestures as they were being introduced to the crowd Sunday. The Police Officers Association demanded fines and public apologies and then trashed the off-field problems of the NFL. Brian, is this really the time for the Missouri police officers to be outraged? Um, no. Absolutely yep. not. Uh, this, you know, whatever your thoughts are on on Michael Brown's killing, I, I personally, I support anyone that takes a public stand for their own personal beliefs, especially in a situation where it could cost them financially. That took balls for those players to do, and I, I respect their choice to make a public statement. I, I'm not necessarily saying I agree with them, but hey, that's that's their beliefs, and and uh, they got on TV and and they made a statement. So good for them. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say it. I flat out agree that the, that it should be pointed out, and these these police officers who are using excessive force should be mocked. Like this, this narrative has to change. But like, I it just, it, and then they they talk about the guy who released the press statement is a former police officer has been dismissed. Of like, course. Right now, the one thing police should be doing is like trying to clean up their house. Like it's it's got it's things have to change. Right. And the fact that that police officer wasn't wearing a taser because he found it uncomfortable. Like, how are these rules still in place? Like, how is it not just mandatory? Um, 
yeah, I mean, it seems like also the um, you know these police associations don't don't like the idea of now in the era of GoPro technology that That's right. you know every police officer could have a, have a camera on them pretty easily, but they're they're concerned that that could affect the way they do their job, and you know it's it's definitely a touchy issue on both sides, but definitely like cops should probably be in a place where they're preaching, hey, we don't want to shoot people. Like that's that's not what we're about. That's not who we are. And and they should explain to the public that you know that their job is difficult and and maybe not side I'm, with the I'm the in favor of, of ex- unarmed people. Yeah, I'm in favor of excessively tasering. Like if they feel that there's something you know yeah. iffy, you tase somebody and then maybe like all right, it was a mistake. I shouldn't have tased them, but like yeah. Everyone's got to be armed with tasers, and that's got to be their first yeah, option. I, I'm okay with cops killing bad guys. Like uh, I'm fine with that too. But yeah, yeah, too, like, too many, too many not gotta, bad guys have get a, killed though. Right. That's a problem. But, I, but but here's the problem. Brown, in many ways, seemed like he was a goon. Yeah, so I'm not sure. saying he was a good guy, but to be murdered, like to not have a case, that's you know, come yeah. On. There's at least got to be a case to figure it out. But, you know, the one thing right. I learned is that this guy wasn't wearing a taser because he, it was uncomfortable. That can never be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. Okay. Let's let's talk about some other important things that happened this – Maybe more more pressing. Recently. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm talking about mother and some is – this, is this something you like to do? Like when you get together with your mom, do you like – guys like to go out oh, and God. commit crimes together, Ed? <laughs> uh, capers. We yeah. like capers. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, from the story, headline, Milford mom, comma, son, steal $9,000 in valuables from neighbors on Thanksgiving, according to the cops. Um, if you look at the story, hopefully this woman used her ill-gotten gains to fix those tattooed eyebrows that she has. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, and they're not, they're not just like red flag uh, painted on eyebrows. They look like Ernie and Bert. Like thickness, they're, yeah. they're horrendous. Yeah, yeah, and they're all faded in the middle. They look bad. Uh, a mother and son from Mill is that? That's Connecticut, Ed. That, I, it sounds right. That, yeah, that's a tri-state area out there. Uh, that's a tri-state. A mother and son from Milford are facing charges after breaking into their neighbor's home and stealing thousands of dollars in valuables on Thanksgiving Day, according to police. It happened just hours after the family brought them a plate of turkey dinner, according to the victim's daughter. <laughs> Police said 50-year-old Lori Eddings and 31-year-old – first of all, 31-year-old that still lives at home. Huge red, red flag. Red flag. Christopher Warren stole a key from Strain, who lives with them, and used it to unlock the apartment across the street Thursday evening. Jesus. According, this was off the board. According to the paperwork, Eddings is unemployed. Strain said that her family had left Thanksgiving dinner for Eddings and Warren and gone across town to celebrate the holiday with other family members. The suspects took that opportunity to make their move. I just dropped off a plate. I was like, how could you, Strain said. I couldn't believe it, as much as we've done for them and helped them out. According to court paperwork, Strain told police Eddings tried to box her out of her parents' apartment while the culprits rifled through a safe, stealing valuables worth thousands of dollars. When she realized what was happening, she ran back across the street and called her mother. Meanwhile, Eddings and Warren Warren emptied the safe and took cash, antique coins, expensive jewelry, and electronics worth a total of $9,000, according to police. Um, Ed... 
After reading this, will you and your sainted mother, Linda, be knocking over a few North Jersey liquor stores this weekend? <laughs> I, I I read this and I thought of just the last possible thing I would want to be doing with my mom is committing a crime because my mom has to talk and overanalyze everything. There would be so much plan, – planning a caper with my mom would be just excruciating and she'd be calling. She'd be calling over and over again. All right, Ed, Edward, we need we need to discuss this um, and, and you know, what are our next seven steps? And then, hey, when am I going to see you next? And, like, how are we going to divvy up the, the stash? And then what do we do yes. with the antique coins and, and just on and on and on? Like, it – she she would be – prison would be a better option than trying to get away w- with a crime with my mom. I, I think sure. that's most people's sentiment. Also, like more specific to this story, looking at the picture, like that house wasn't worth $9,000. I'm supposed to believe <laughs> that there's a safe in there filled with rare coins yeah. and electronics? Also, yeah, also off the board – garbage on the front porch yes just just like trash bags like you've made it to your front porch and you just couldn't couldn't just give it a good underhand toss to the curb yes there's piled up trash on the porch a bu- <laughs> oddly like a bunch of like cleaning fluid bottles as well although it doesn't look yeah. like anything's been cleaned anytime recently <laughs> looks like they're still in the prep stages of cleaning yeah wow um, um, it, it, and then yes you do one thing i thought of is you do wonder like when you read this, you're like, "Well, how could these people be such poor judges of character?" But then you realize that they they were collectors of antique coins, so <laughs> you know I'm, it kind of makes sense. You mean numismatists, Ed? <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a fifty cent word. <laughs> uh, uh, well, okay, so maybe everybody to. Do some, you know, your mom always wants to spend you to spend more time right. with her. Maybe you guys can find common ground with a good, uh, you know, stealing a couple cars or something. How great would that be if it was like the, the the call from mom saying, "Hey, we don't spend enough time together." Be like, "All right, I got it, mom. I've been casing this joint across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I want you in on it." <laughs> okay, Ed. And one of our favorite topics on this show, always, yeah. anytime there's something happening with Juggalos, we want to know it. And we found a story. An alleged group of Juggalos is terrorizing North Portland businesses. Business owners along a trendy North Portland thoroughfare arrived at work recently to find some unsavory flyers taped to their shop doors and windows instructing them to vacate or else face what local news outlets called sexual acts. The flyers, flimsy white sheets of paper embossed with bold black text and clip art images of clown faces, ominously declared, (laughs) you have been, all caps, you have been targeted by the Juggalo family to get the fuck out. Vacate or suck our dicks. So far, no group, Juggalo or otherwise, has taken responsibility for the fellatio threat. As many as 14 businesses were targeted, but no one, including the Portland Police Bureau, that's a thing, has been able to track down any leads. Quote, at this point, I don't know if it was just a temporary moment of some guys having fun or what, but there haven't been any sort of follow-ups or anything like that. Bruce Keehee, a spokesman for Hopworks Urban Brewery, a bar, said, We've been in the neighborhood for three and a half years now, and we've been really well received. In that time, we've been there. But local and national media grasping for a motive have taken to gesturing toward the idea that supposed juggalos are angry about the breakneck pace of gentrification that's centered around that section of town. 
newcomers of displaced minority communities and low-income families are driving up the cost of living. Clearly, they want a juggalo-only zone in their town, which all towns should have one, of course. Ed, does it shock you that juggalos are threatening people with no discernible agenda? <laughs> I was thinking, like, they the one of the guys they targeted was a brewery? Of course. Like, what, Who yeah, wants like, to get rid of not, a brewery? Yeah. <laughs> Just even if you're a non-drinker, like, what harm are they giving you? It's one thing if it was, like... Uh, a maker of chemical yes. warfare. PVC and you're like, plant, you, concrete like factory. A, yeah, or like some sort of DuPont offspring that's that's poisoning the drinking water. But like, <laughs> they're just going up. And I like the the piece of paper, the flimsy piece of paper with like the 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 uh, uh, yes. juggalo yes. tattoo picture. And it's just it's so profoundly sad. And all of these neighbors just called bluff. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, nobody showed up. Like it's so sad, and it would have been an easier threat to just to just say, "Hey, uh, you know, we're going to uh, we're going to stand outside your business and blast insane clown posse music if if you don't if you don't leave." And they would be leaving the neighborhood at breakneck speed. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna hang outside on the street and loiter around in our juggalo makeup. Yeah, and like the dressed as clowns. Exactly. Like, I don't. I mean, there's there can't they can't be threatening. I don't really know a ton about the whole juggalo thing. I know they have these giant get-togethers, but like these are all like troubled youths who who dress like clowns. Like they can't they can't be really threatening people. Here's what I know about juggalos: one hundred percent of them are super fat. Like just yes, <laughs> like like really like like bouncer fat. Yes. So just like if you're looking for suspects, just. Round, go look for somebody on his couch playing video games and being really fat, and there's your juggalos right there. I imagine it's a bunch of guys who were in wood shop in your high school. Absolutely. Who are now just wearing paint. Yes, exactly. Painted faces. Okay, Ed, one more story, and this is crazy. From the Washington Post. Headline, why Indonesia forces female cops to undergo a, quote, two-finger test to prove their virginity. <laughs> On a recent day in a sprawling Indonesian city, a nervous 19-year-old woman entered an administrative police building and took off all of her clothes. She didn't have a choice. She wanted to be a cop, and her future bosses wanted her to take a test, though she didn't know how painful it would be, how humiliating, how she would want to forget that day forever. Quote, they put up a curtain so that outsiders could not look inside, she told Human Rights Watch. My group of about 20 girls was asked to enter the hall and was asked to take off our clothes, including our bras and underpants. Then came the exam. We were asked to sit on a table for women giving birth, she said. A female doctor did the virginity Ugh. test, the two-finger test. Had the aspiring female officer failed the virginity test, the academy would have rejected her, according to the to a series of draconian requirements, the Indonesian National Police, which is in the midst of a recruiting blitz to attract female cops, doesn't accept women who are married, it doesn't accept women older than 22, and it doesn't accept women who aren't virgins. Ed, didn't you have to take a similar two-finger test before Merrill Lynch <laughs> would allow you on the bond trading floor? <laughs> yeah, um... It, it it is it's just unbelievable that Indonesian cops like wh 
what's the I, I would like to know their recruiting pitch. You know how they're they're trying to get female cops. Like what what exactly is their pitch? Like we need you, but we need you to be really tense and on edge. <laughs> yes. Also, <laughs> like what what is their goal here? That job probably pays like a dollar a month. Like they, they oh yeah, they got to get like anybody they can at this point. I don't know why the why having had sexual congress would preclude someone from policing the law in Indo. Well, I was thinking in you know of uh, professions in America where, although maybe not a, a strict prerequisite, like wh- who are the what are the virgin professions? Okay. Okay, let's like high, we're gonna say highest percentage oh, of virgins. That's because boom, like because it's it can't it can't be a mandated thing. But like, what what do you think the highest percentage of virgins? Well, anyone that's ever worked, and we're gonna take like comic book thing that, that of that's off the board. Anybody that's ever worked in an office and has shown up to work on a Monday morning and sat down to their computer. Only to realize that for some reason they're not getting their email and they have to reach over to the phone and call that surly dick from IT to come over and fix their computer. Everyone knows that the number one virgin line of work is internet technology, IT, most virgins by far. Ed? I'm going to say two things. Yes. One another rather obvious one. It's it's the beat writers. All right. <laughs> for like a sports beat writer. Not columnists can live a normal life cuz they they you know fly in and out of different sports yes. and have their takes and they can have a normal life. But the beat reporters that just spend all their time with the team with the team around sweaty dudes and then the flip side is all they do is go to the uh, the press uh, buffet table. That's true. It's they're fat. So they're all – I mean every beat reporter you dogs. see, every beat reporter you see fat. is disgusting. Yeah. Just disgusting. Um, but the other one, and I, this might this might hit a nerve with you. Whoa. But I I feel the people who are too into music, when you read like an, <laughs> an album review – like yeah, so, right. when you read an album review and they're 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 just really intense about the lyrics and the guitar riff in the third track of the album, I feel like anybody writing like getting this intense about a drummer or a bassist, like I, I just feel anyone who's too into something, they might as well be a comic book. Anybody guy. that has real strong opinions on syncopated beats or staccato right. rhythms, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like when you stumble upon a review and you're like, Oh, I'm curious about this, and then you get Get like way too a third of the way third of the way into it, and you're like, "What is going on in this writing?" Yes, example? like yes. it's really scary. Yeah, yeah, that's no. Well, the, the thing about those things, the 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 beat reporter, he spends a lot of time in the hotel bar, and right. th- there's a lot of whores in the hotel bar. Downside of that is your average beat reporter is probably clocking in at three hundred pounds. <laughs> And about and he's not making dick and about thirty three grand annually. So and, that's going to be a problem. They're not, they're not the, his local dying newspaper isn't putting him up at the W. They're putting him in at the airport Holiday Inn Express. Yeah, that's true. The uh, so there's not talent there. The Hampton Inn, the Red Roof. Yeah, the yeah. the music writer, the music blogger. He has the potential to sex another music nerd. 
I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. I B reporter is a, is a higher on the list. I'm just saying the people get too excited. I don't think that they could be interested in anything sexually. And like I, they're just too into uh, uh, how quickly the guitar riff comes in. I'm, and I'm I'm assuming that anybody that makes their living in or around video games is off the board, right? Well, yeah, Ve- Vegas isn't here in that argument. Yeah, they course. just they it's off the board. That's what I thought. Well, Ed, as always, excellent job. Great, great. I love the insight that I got that you're very proud. You own the fact that you go to parades. Uh, You also have great respect for you that when your wife is hosting a dinner party, you leave to go watch a football game at a bar. I didn't go far. I didn't go far. I went like two blocks away. You left your apartment though. You weren't there. Yeah, didn't matter where I just you knew went. there was one girl there that is going to be the girl. She went to Michigan. Uh, it was Maryland, Michigan, yeah. and I knew she would be like, "Woo!" Even though she ha- she doesn't know, like right. she probably still thinks Charles Woodson plays for them, and she's just going to be real in my face about it. And uh, I might add that Maryland won that game. There's nothing. So. There's nothing worse than the girl that yeah. wants you to think she's really into sports, except perhaps for. Maryland's football uniforms. I I won't hear that argument. They're, and I will I will say this in Michelle's friend's defense. There are there are a couple of talented friends. Oh really? That. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe take some couple. pictures next time, Ed. Couple. Couple not so talented. Maybe maybe share the wealth. Uh okay, Ed. Excellent job. As always. We've done a great job so far, but we're not done. Everyone knows what time it is. It is time for the pop culture segment of the program. The time where hetero guys like the two of us get informed on what is happening in the world of celebrity, the world of gossip, the world of film. Yeah, a couple hetero guys, like the guy who goes to parades and the guy who uses slivers of sweet potato to make burgers. Exactly, that's exactly right. A couple very hetero. That's right. We don't know what's happening in the Us Weeklies of the world, in the People magazines, the Radar Onlines, the TMZs, any of those places. That's why we employ our very own pop culture correspondent on this television, on this television, on this podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm upgrading us because we're going to be doing yeah. a TV show. We're about, we'll be there soon. Yes. We'll be there soon. On our show, of course, I'm talking about our own pop culture correspondent. Joining us now is everybody's favorite pop culture, ballerlifestyle.com, pop culture correspondent, Fancy sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey guys, hey, I'm fancy. good. Right. How are you? Back from Thanksgiving, full of turkey. Yes, yes. I'm gonna do my how Australian do you, accent today. FYI, as, you speak as, however you like. Go ahead, Ed. As as far as as far as the atrocities that have been performed on the natives, uh, if you can if you can bypass that, how do you feel about Thanksgiving? Like, is it? Is it batshit crazy? Like, what what do you think about? Don't it? give don't give her the opportunity to talk shit on. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying take out. Thing. Take out the treatment of 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 natives. Oh. Yeah. But like, what what do you think about like like turkey and and whatever the whole big meal thing? I like, think it's it it it's kind of a non-event for me to be honest. I'm just. Okay. I, it's hard for me to get excited about it. Maybe because I didn't grow up with it, and right. turkey's boring anyway. 
Do you do you have you it. have uh, do you have something like it? I know you have that weird holiday with uh, with New Zealand. What it what it's the weird holiday where everybody celebrates together. Add something. What is it? Well, we have our Independence Day, which is Australia Day, which is like your Fourth of July you know, type holiday. It, it's, it's shocking how little. Kate knows about her home country of Australia. I have to be honest. I'm struggling to think of a holiday right. that we celebrate in tandem with New Zealand, though. Yeah. Oh, I, I when I was <laughs> when I was doing that stupid bridge tour. Actually, it was it was fun. Um, but when I did the bridge tour, they yeah. were telling us about some firework display they put on for the the day that they celebrate their. I guess in World War Two, where they oh, where they yeah, yeah. Australia Day, Anzac Day, Anzac. That's yeah. it. Yeah, Anzac. Anzac Day. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not. I don't, I don't feel like that's a big celebration, but maybe for some people. Are is New Zealand your Mexico, is, or is it your Canada? It's our Canada. Okay. And like what's Canadians, your, New Zealanders are, are real passive. Yeah, they're chill. The the, the craziest takes a, takes a lot the, to get them riled up. Yeah. Sort of annoying. Yeah. The craziest piece of information I learned is we just assume that. Australia and New Zealand are are just like right next to each other, but the dif- difference between Sydney and uh, Auckland is New York to LA, right? Like it's really far. It's pretty right? far. Well, there's an ocean between them too, as well as yeah. right. But it's just off the coast, like Catalina. Yeah, right. It's just. I don't think it's a full five hours. It's probably a three-hour flight. Right. Well, I was, I was just trying to re- round everybody out, like our do a Mexico. History. To get back to that, it's Fiji. No, is is Tasmania, Bali? Oh, right. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry if I sound a little croaky. I've kind of got a cold. Yeah, you do. We've, we've been. I'm gonna try and be upbeat though. We've, we've a lot of illness going around the. Hey, has yeah. Brian has Brian taken a taken a bath lately? No, I have not. <laughs> I floated. I was unwell. I was not Ed. He won't take baths. I don't take baths, but <laughs> it, I was. I, I, I admitted to you it was I maybe did. February. February. I I took the bath, and it was the first time in twenty years, and it's the last time yeah, until you, I'm you, um, until I'm in a home. You graded it an F minus. <laughs> Why? Because the bath was tiny. Would, would not recommend. And this you, was actually like a decent sized tub. You have but like jetty my bathroom. knees. Yeah, but oh, my knees that. were sticking up. I was like Patrick Ewing in there. It was yeah. fucking awful. I don't I don't take baths, although one time I was super hungover and I was in a hotel and oh, I no. submerged my entire body in the bathtub thinking that I would either A, oh. it somehow would like hydrate my body via osmosis? The tub water. Right. Yeah, osmosis. Right. Or two, I would just drown and get just get sweet relief that way. Mm. That's not called a Whitney? Yeah, that was a, that was a few years ago though. Uh, no, I did not take a bath, even though I floated the topic because I didn't feel well. Good, I was I was unwell. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. This is this is a wise choice. Yeah, yeah. You you, you swayed me. Okay, Kate. What's going on? What is happening in the world of pop culture, celebrity gossip? What is going on that Ed and I should know about? Okay, this week's big story. You guys, rape is no joke. That's for sure. Do we all agree on that? Ask Bill Cosby. I mean, who did all the raping? Apparently, this is this is pretty awesome. How quickly uh, Hannibal Burris rant has just ruined him. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, apparently, I feel like too many of my stories yes. start with allegedly or apparently. Right. Shia LaBeouf claims he was raped during his performance art project last this past February, um, which was entitled hashtag I am sorry. 
It was designed to be a very public, self-flagellating mea culpa to atone for his exposure as a serial plagiarist. I'm out. Like, that's that's all I need to know right there. Like, I heard enough that I would not be involved in that. LaBeouf sat in a private room at the gallery for five whole days with a paper bag over his head depicting the words, I am not famous anymore, and wearing a tuxedo. Members of the public who attended were met by a woman, another artist, in a separate side room and invited to choose from a variety of objects to take into their meeting with LaBeouf. So you can go in one at a time. It's a private thing. I would pick the Heineken bottle. Some of the (laughs) objects included (laughs) a whip, a pair of pliers, Transformers toys, Hershey's Kisses candies, and a bowl of notes containing hateful Twitter comments about LaBeouf. What what is he? What, what's the game? What's this, the end game for this? This is performance project. art, right? It's, yeah, it, this is his big apology, which is, which is worse than the kind of art that you hang on the wall. I'm definitely anti. This is a huge yes. apology oh, gesture. Yes. But, rape is terrible, right? But right. so, like, hold on a second. Perfor- performance art is close. It's close. <laughs> right. A security yes. guard then yes. ushered each visitor in to see LaBeouf one at a time. LeBouf remained silent, and the actor or person visiting him in the room could do whatever they pleased with him. Um, for instance, one reporter removed the bag from the actor's head, revealing a weeping LeBouf. Oh, Jesus Christ. However, one, so one visitor apparently took things way, way further. LeBouf claims that a woman entered the room, proceeded to have sex with him against his will. Quote, One woman who came with her boyfriend was outside the door when this happened, whipped my legs for 10 minutes, then stripped my clothing and proceeded to rape me, end quote. Um, He also said there were hundreds of people in line when she walked out with disheveled hair and smudged lipstick. It was not good. Not just for me, but her man as well. Apparently her boyfriend was waiting outside. Um, details of exactly how he was raped were not included in his, this interview, which seems to me to be a gaping hole. I really need to know how the rape went down. Okay. I'm going to go first here. Also, Ed. what a fucking liar. Yeah. Let me jump in here. Right. One, first, question for Kate. Kate, what was worse, the Shia LaBeouf's rape or Ed? Buying on several occasions, buying several, buying what, tickets. Were, were duplicated? Buying I, went, tickets I went to the first Transformers to see Shia LaBeouf's movies. What's more, <laughs> what's, what's more off putting? Ed, did you take your children to see that movie? No, he went by himself. Listen, this was when I, I think I had a kid that was like four months old this or three 50, months old. 50 and I right just now. To get out of the house. Yeah, this is 50 50. I, I, I get that it was a horrible decision, but. But what what is the point of this performance art thing? Like he's not allowed to fight back, and I, yes. I know when you do if the if the genders were reversed, we'd be like you can't accuse the woman of not fighting back, and uh, and all these things. But it's just weird. He he gave people like a a, a wrench and shit to yes uh, sort of fuck with him. Like, like what nuts. was he getting at? Like this is all. It just feels fake because it's coming out now and this happened a while ago. And, like, why was he giving people a wrench? Like, so he was hoping you'd get hit with a wrench and he'd be like, I suffered for my craft. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. What is this? I mean, I'm guessing that the person that he plagiarized or the people, I don't know, 
calls him a serial plagiarist in this article, um, couldn't fight back. So part of his performance art apology is not being able to do anything about what was happening to him. And maybe this well. is all. This is all know. just just a way to get the attention off the fact that he was a, he attended cabaret. It's a big PR stunt. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I mean, it's a crazy story, and you shouldn't cry rape because that's not exactly what happened. You shouldn't cry rape when you had a boner. Well, that's the thing. Well, I need to know the particulars because right. how can you get raped? I mean, if she she you, pulled down his pants. If you're aroused, this comes and, back to the question of yeah, is it rape? Yes. If you're an adult. Yes. I, and really, we got to wonder, who's, who's going down on a dude with a bag over his head? Right. That's probably a better question. Well, there's a lot of screwed up people out there that would have taken the op- opportunity sure. to go and we mess talked with about, him. Also, yeah, we, to- we talked about juggalos you know, earlier. This like, is there's, LA, there's after not- all. There's nothing too weird for this. And two world. of the gallery, the people involved in this um, performance art, like part of the gallery, they um, have backed up this story. Yeah, but they're team Shia. Right. Shia, yeah. compulsive liar. Liar LaBeouf. Also, like... Did this did this perpetrator realize that like herpes is rampant amongst the Hollywood glitterati? Like, did she inspect the goods or did she wrap them up or anything? Like, was any protection used? I mean, I don't. Doesn't sound like it. Uh, I feel like he's making this thing up. I need this woman. I need the rapist to come forward. I need more details on the deal here, but I'm not buying any of this. This guy's a compulsive liar. This is such a typical thing for him to make but up is he, and say. Is is he like uh, Hillary Duff kind of thing? Like, is he melting down in a in a needs to be hospitalized? I feel like or is that there's a, like a twinge of bipolar. I think you're, there. I think. Um, you yes. said Hillary Duff when you meant Amanda Bynes. Okay, all right. You know, I tried. I tried to be like all current with your, with your gossip, and I tried, and I failed. I get it. I get it. Uh, okay, Has- I'll keep you posted. Hetero. There, there might be some more uh, um, developments. Keep in us the story. posted, and I'll text Ed while he's watching yet another um, DVR'd. <laughs> Version of the Battle of Shaker Heights, which he's also admitted to are, watching. <laughs> what is are that? You, are are you going to be? Uh, are, I don't know if you can be tuned in because you're going to be too busy sharing a headphones headphones with your uh, girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll try to I'll, I'll have my phone on high or something. I'll have the ringer yeah. on. So there you, you can, go. There you can you let go. me know. You know what you should do? You should live tweet it. <laughs> Live tweet that Shia LaBeouf's entire over. Uh, okay, Kate, what is that? That's I feel like that's enough, but there has to that's be the more. the best story there, going around there, at the moment. For there sure. has to be more. What else is going on okay. in the world of pop culture besides weird ass Shia LaBeouf, who also exercises in jeans? We should. That's true, he does. Because for the last story we had about him, he was working out in jeans. At a, He's, at my a private which, He's my favorite. Which is, much, which is much worse yes. than even going to cabaret. I agree. I agree <laughs> with that, Ed. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, Halle Berry is taking her ex, that model. Gabrielle Aubrey. Don't pretend like you don't know. <laughs> is, to court. Is he, 
Is he one of these weird looking models or is he like no. really good? No, he's super. He's, he's French Canadian. Very handsome. He's super fucking oh. handsome. And when these two were a couple, they might have been. You had two, me. The, you had me at French Canadian. Yes, exactly. They <laughs> might have been the two most attractive people that were mating on the planet. We. Hey, I was the only one who was pro Halle Berry in that podcast with Jason Stewart. I'm, I'm pro. I you know I think she's beautiful. But she's gorgeous. She, she's a little vanilla. Gorgeous. For me. I like. I like vanilla. Um, yeah. she's chocolate. No, way. she's well. She's. I don't mean <laughs> vanilla. She's not edgy. Color. Yeah, right. I like. I, I, know, I like people I know, that have an edge. And that what about that scene in Monsters Ball? She's not. I don't. Ah, that was, I haven't Wasn't seen it? that, but I, from what I've seen, oh, of her, I'm gonna make you watch that. She's scene. not a terrific, terrific actress, in my no, opinion. No, she's not. But she's not. So I don't know. No, she, just I, doesn't, she doesn't have enough gravitas for me. She Ed. doesn't. I, I need a little bit more. But I, I would agree. I've seen beautiful. I've seen that movie, yeah. and she's hotter in other scenes where she's not naked and fucking. Like right. that was kind of a gross sex. Also, scene. isn't she fucking Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That yeah. was a gross sex scene. It, she's with Sling Blade. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd I'd rather see like the James Bond scenes where she's hot, but like indicating she's she's gonna do something. Agreed. So what what's going on with her? She's Kate? she's taking her ex Gabriel to court, um, because he has been straightening their daughter's hair, claiming she's claiming he's trying to make their daughter white. The daughter by like, straightening the daughter's like she's six. six by straightening her hair and giving her highlights. That's pretty fucked up. You don't do that to a kid. <laughs> But we don't know. Six-year-olds ask for stuff to be done well, to their hair. It doesn't matter. Is, is she, I agree. Is she living with, is she living with the dude or with her? They have joint custody. So, like, <laughs> he drops her off for the weekend and she has straight yeah. hair? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Barry's also filed legal documents asking um, the judge in their custody case to reduce her monthly child support from $16,000 a month um, to just over 3000 a month. Hallie claims that he stopped working and is content to live off the child support. No shit. Um, and she notes that he's perfectly capable of getting a job. And by reducing the support, it will allow Nala to live a comfortable life supplemented by his income. Yeah, he's a French-Canadian model. Like, get off your ass and go to work, Gabrielle. $16,000 a month. That's a lot of money. I don't really need to work. But I feel like he could pull that on a couple jobs. I mean, uh, the guy's ridiculously handsome. He is, but he needs to get back in the mix. You know, when yeah, you're a model, it's yeah, all about staying they current. forget about you. That's true. Maybe he needs a new agent. Okay, so my next uh, piece. Kanye West apparently skipped Thanksgiving with his wife, Kim Kardashian, and her family spending the holiday in France instead. According to Page Six, a rapper was spotted dining at Ralph Lauren's restaurant in Paris with two male friends on mm. Thursday rather than spending Thanksgiving mm. with Ra- his wife. Ralph Lauren has a restaurant? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Apparently, tensions yeah. are running high between the couple. Um, sources say they've lost that loving feeling. And I feel like you predicted that they well, didn't have yeah. what it Sham marriage. Took. We'll be we'll be we'll be serving eau de pop, pop collars for for an appetizer. <laughs> Polo cologne. Kim no. feels like their relationship is more of a business relationship than a marriage. No shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So sad. I'm, I'm I'm I personally just how can I believe in love anymore? It's a I know. huge bummer. It really is. Yeah, she just had her ass on a magazine. Like, yeah. If they if they can't make love work, who can? Totally. Um, the cover of Us Weekly this also, week. Also, there's a there's a video on the internet of mm. her getting banged by a, a third rate rapper. Oh yeah, raging. Like that would be 
that might be. Oh, that would be hard to move when the, when to the get video past. surfaced. Yeah. When the ver- video surfaced, it was who's the chick with the third rate rapper? Right. That when exactly. She was like Paris Hilton's assistant. If you're Kanye West, every now and again, probably like every day, you have to like it, in your it pops into your mind. Oh, yeah. Ray J is making thirty yes. grand a month yes. off this video of him fucking my wife. Also, I still I'm still calling bullshit. I know you've documented it. I right. I, no I one refuse pays to believe. Me. I know. I refuse to believe anyone pays for that. I would be more if I were Kanye West. I would be a little more concerned with the um, the apparatus that Ray J is packing because. Oh my goodness. It, is right. I it checked is. out a little bit of that, and it dude is. is packing. Yeah, like yeah. This is not e. this is not petting zoo equipment. This is full zoo oh, equipment. He's for sure. With. Like there's there's a reason he's not too bummed that people can see him having sex on the internet because right. he is bringing the heat. Right. And yeah. Don't he's want got, you guys to a, talk about his dong anymore. He's got a tennis tennis ball can. <laughs> yes. Type Pringles. Of yeah, sour cream and onion. No thanks. Barbecue yeah. flavor. <laughs> yeah, that's a BBQ. Yeah, we're the dong show of record. Okay, Kate, continue. Um, the cover of Us Weekly this week has Kendra Wilkinson and Hank Basket. Why she took him back? If you remember, Kendra Wilkinson's husband and father of her children was caught in a cheating scandal oh. with a transgender model. There's a sports aspect to this, so um, Ed knows. Ed is familiar with Hank Basket. Yes, I. I am. I, I feel like once again we've talked about this. Here's an opportunity for the transgender thing to to get some traction with. I know he's not like a. It's not like it's Brett Favre, but like it would be kind of cool if he's like, yeah, I'm into trannies or whatever the preferred nomenclature is. But like it would be cool if he just owned it, right? But yeah. instead, own he it. spun her some story. Um. The specifics of Basket's alleged affair with a transgender model in June remain a bit of a mystery, but Kendra seems satisfied with the story her husband has provided. She says, All I can say is I believe Hank. I love Hank. He's proven to me that he's worth forgiving and fighting for. He was at the wrong place at the wrong time, and unfortunate things took place. (laughs) He's very gullible and naive. I I mean, he wrote her a check. She called him very gullible and naive. Yeah. I mean that is he sought out a transsexual hooker. So she, I would, I would say that that testicles bouncing off your chin would be the wrong place at the wrong time. Super gross. They they like (laughs) played with each other's thing, (laughs) and like Ed, to your point, like he should own it. But here's the thing: like maybe it was maybe he was just curious. You know, like I usually transgender curious. I, I go to a steakhouse and I get the bone in ribeye. Like I get the, too too fatty, me, too fatty, medium rare. I mean, I get the steak, but maybe one time I go in there and maybe I had a, a big lunch, or maybe I'm not, I'm just not super hungry. Maybe I get the lobster bisque. Then I'll, mm. I wouldn't want for the rest of my life to walk in and be like, ah, oh, Mr. Beckner, here's your bisque. Hey, what's up, bisque boy? Hey, soup man, here's your soup. You want your soup? <laughs> like I would be pretty bummed about yeah, that. You know, I, I wouldn't guess, want to own that. I guess, but if he's staying together for. For some reality show, I'm pretty sure if you're like, and they would name it because they have no clever names, it would be like, 
I used to play wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, and now I love women that have yeah. equipment yeah. down below. Yeah, yeah, maybe he could get an that would be that would yeah. be the name of the show, and that would make him just as much money as married to one of Hef's old bimbos. Right, he could say like I I was on the hands team, but I couldn't recover an onside kick. That's right, but that doesn't mean that I don't love limp. That's right. Asian tranny cock. <laughs> I was on the hands team. I don't think it was limp. Because they t- I was on the hands team, and now I'm on the turgid penis to my yes, face team. exactly. You know how I know it's limp? How? Because when they take those hormones, that right. they lose the ability. Oh, is that true? That's part of the deal. You know, when you're on the female hormones, you're, you're becoming Hashtag. a woman. Hashtag. You, Hashtag science. You, it blocks you from making <laughs> testosterone. So the, they were head to crotch. You need and she testosterone. Was, he sh- you're saying to get your you're saying sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, they were head to crotch, yes. and she was oh. playing with him. I think, and he I think was just lying he, there with a flaccid penis in his face. I think that was sort of the gist of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So is that a that's a hundred percent or two hundred percent of being the open right there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for reminding me. Uh, okay, Kate. Next story. Um, this is my last story, actually. Um, in Scientology-related news from the yes. Hollywood Reporter, a bombshell film on Scientology and its hold on some Hollywood stars will air in 2015. Yes, this is music to my it's ears. Pretty sweet, literally. The film is expected to feature new revelations about the controversial church and its famous followers, such as Cruz and John Travolta. If it's finished in time, it will be submitted to um, Sundance Film Festival in January. Um, I'm really excited about this. I know the producers have lawyered up. HBO is lawyered yeah, up. Yeah, they've got they've got a, 160 lawyers looking at the film. Scientology's coming full force, and it's based off that New Yorker article that they did with the director Paul Haggis, right? And by P- Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Lawrence Wright. Um, yeah, the, it's actually based on his book, which is called "Going Clear: right. Scientology." Is, stemmed- is Haggis? Is Haggis a Scientologist? He was. So this this book stemmed from um, this guy Lawrence Wright's um, 2011 New Yorker profile of Haggis, who was formerly a Scientologist, and incurred the apparently incurred the church's wrath after he publicly left in a huff in 2009 and started criticizing its teachings and behavior towards members. Yeah, because and his thing was you should Google that piece Ed, and have a read. It's, it's super really long. Good. Yeah, but he, his whole thing was that hey. We're my church is like staunchly anti-gay, and the two most prominent members of my ch- church <laughs> are putting from the rough. I'm not going to say the names of those two people, but yeah, it's just, been alleged that they're homosexuals. Blind, blind yeah. item. Blind and item. So he left the church, and then he would like come home from work, and there'd be like five church members like standing in his front yard, like they really harassed him and made his life they're like those, very uncomfortable. They're which like is what those they do. guilty remnants from that leftover yes. show, all dressed in white, there standing you on your lawn. Yes. Staring at you, smoking cigarettes. Chain smoking. Good reference. Yes. Chain smoking. So, yeah, as I said, HBO is ready for any protests. Um, Sheila Nevins, HBO's president of documentary films, says we probably have 160 lawyers looking at the film. So they're ready. Sweet. They don't want to be shut down. This is next year? Um, Yeah, early next year. I'm into that. I'm really into into that. Because I feel like it's one of those things. It's kind of like the Bill Cosby thing where 
like Howard Stern has been talking about the fact that Bill Cosby was drugging and sexually assaulting women. He's been talking about this for at least for like, ten years. Yeah, a decade. And but it wasn't a big thing. And now, like everyone knows that Scientology is weird, but they don't really have an understanding. They don't know about L. Ron Hubbard and how, how that he was a drug addict that liked to surround himself with young boys and and just mm-hmm. what just the insane like where this religion came from. Yeah, and a big documentary that reaches lots of people could bring this to the national consciousness and we could have a real interesting talk about how weird these people are and how cult like it is yes i'm into that but my my favorite is when people will trash whether it's scientology or mormons and then be totally cool with the catholic church like all of them are batshit crazy yeah i well i i definitely agree with that i'm i'm not religious in any way but for some reason and maybe i'm guilty of what you're talking about ed that it's like the newer religions well here, here's here's the yeah here's the number one thing the 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 thousands and thousands of year old religions there's something you can just hide behind the fact that there's not recorded evidence right. yes something something that came across after like film yes came about right like, yeah it's it's real batshit crazy but yeah it's it's uh, um, I don't know I can't yeah. wait I, I hate they're, they're all nuts. I hate when hardcore Catholics like people in my family will trash yeah. Mormons Irish and Catholics. Scientologists right I get yeah. it yeah so this documentary and the Brian Singer documentary are the two that I'm is that HBO looking forward to no that's an um, not HBO that's just yeah. an in, independent right. production I'm I hope I hope they touch on the that. fact that he's a horrible director that would be really interesting too <laughs> what well, he did he make that um. That one I just remember he made that Superman remake, which was horrendous. With, with the bad guy was that guy from Boardwalk Empire. Is that the one? Oh, no. I was thinking it was the Superman with um, – who's the other uh, allegedly maybe not straight guy? Uh, yeah. Guy who brought his mom to the, mo- the Oscars. Oh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Spacey. Oh, Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Oh, Spacey. Right. Oh, no. Right. I feel like I could go on the record, but maybe I shouldn't. Mm. Spacey's not out. That bothered, right. Yeah. I said bothered, allegedly. But everyone allegedly. has a really good idea. Also, in that show he's on on Netflix, he had like a full-on like gay threesome. I mean, his wife was there, but... Yeah, that's true. He was like making Game out with Game of Cards season two. House he of was, Cards. Yeah. Oh, House of Cards. Yeah. I haven't gotten there yet, but thanks. Oh, so you haven't got that's been out for two years. Yeah, I know. My problem is, I I like, I think Spacey's a good actor. He's a a great actor. I haven't psyched myself up to watch that show. Oh, it's 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 such a campy show, it's like not a heavy show, but it's it's good, it's an easy watch, yeah, but it's entertaining, yeah. You should watch it, yeah, check it out, uh, yeah, and I don't care what Spacey is because he's fucking awesome. Like, hey, he's a good actor. He's a great actor. Let's talk about serial podcasts. Yeah. Okay, let's do we're, it. We're out of time. Next we're week, just, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Ed, are you up? Are you caught up? Yeah. I had to binge listen to all nine episodes this week. I feel like, all right. Let's let's end the podcast and then we can just have a, a couple minutes. I was just, trying to have a conversation with Fancy Sauce and our mutual friend from Twitter. I'm so for serious about. Serial, and I realized that I am not as like close of a listener as most people are 
to this podcast. Like I have my opinions and I kind of know the beats of what's going on, but these two get they talk in timeline and this phone call and it's like whoa, I, they know they know it much better than I do and and maybe you know it at that level too, Ed. No, I I don't know anything at that level. Nothing. Okay. Well, well, let's 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 leave it at that. Next week we will get into serial discussion. Maybe we'll um, dedicate Kate's whole segment to discussing serial because that's winding down. I think this week will be episode ten. I think they've announced that the the show will total. be about twelve Doesn't. episodes. So as, as it's winding down, we can look at some theories online. We can bring our own stuff. And next week, we will, on this show, we will be discussing cereal. So tune in for that, episode 51. Until then, for Fancy Sauce, for Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Almost 90% of women have cellulite. And guess what? It's not their fault. We don't choose cellulite, but we can choose a different way to treat it. Meet Quo, Collagenase Clostridium Histolyticum, AAES, the first and only FDA-approved prescription injectable for moderate to severe cellulite in the buttocks of adult women. This non-surgical treatment is injected by an aesthetic specialist in 10 minutes or less. Individual results may vary. Do not receive if you are allergic to any collagenase or ingredients in Quo or have an infection at the treatment site. May cause serious side effects, allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis, and injection site bruising. Seek medical help right away for any signs of allergic hypersensitivity. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions, if you have a bleeding condition, or take medicine that prevents clotting. Most common side effects include bruising, pain, hardness, itching, redness, discoloration, swelling, and warmth at the injection site. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. If you're ready to get to the bottom of your cellulite, learn more and find a specialist at Quo.com.